I just want to hopefully cover uh, it, cover your life story essentially. If that's something that's pretty easy to um, sum up, because uh, with you having such a massive contribution to the music of Moana and Disney animated films having such prestige with their songs and their musicals, and also the cultural impact that Moana is going to have. Um, being the first massive Disney film to have a Polynesian focus, um, that's a lot of pressure on you, I would assume. Did you take it in your stride? Yes, I did. Um, because, you know, I've been doing this over 20 years. So it's like, it was right up my alley, you know. It's like, uh, I was, like I was groomed for it, you know. It's like I, all that stuff I'd done beforehand prepared me for this. Um, what is the number one thing that makes you believe that? Um, that, you know, in the beginning, I've researched by talking to all the elders to tell me about their grandparents' stories and I've read books about people who have gone back to the islands and gotten first-hand uh, notes from the people itself. And those were all part of my research, you know. I didn't go to a to university or any things like that, you know. But I feel that's not, you know, that's not how we learn in the Pacific, you know. We learn, we pass down from generation to generation. And I believe that totally. And that's how I, I, I did my research. You know, I went to the people and collected information from people, from people's interviews of elders, you know. And, and then I got a, an understanding of what our ancestors uh, the amazing feats they had done and the way they lived, how they passed down from generation to generation via chance. And that's where we get the haka from, things like that, right? And, 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 and beautiful chance and, and how they live and how they, you know, they shared things and how like a marae or a village, you know. I was born in Samoa, uh, in a, a very small village of Alamangoto. I was born in a hut, you know, no walls. You know, this is a hut I was raised there as a, as, a, as a child. Very poor, but the the the, the community, the feeling of uh, of the family was so strong. And um, we we celebrate together, we live together, we you know we go through hardships together, but we boy do we celebrate in the good times, you know. So my journey is from that village to the big city, and now to Disney, all the way to Disney. It's like whoa. Yeah. Dream come true. During that transition, um, you have also learned a lot about contemporary music, um, but also staying very true to the traditional um, music from where you come yeah, from. Yeah, right. Um, but to sort of merge the two, it's it's very tricky, I would assume. But how how do you manage to uh, do it? So you know, <laughs> I'm hoping someone else will tell me that because. <laughs> I actually don't know. All I know is that I've just kept, uh, I've just delivered what came out, you know. Um, as I said, I was very passionate about the traditional music of the South Pacific. You know, um, I was uh, the Samoan Siva, the Tukalau uh, Fatele, you know, uh, uh, dancing as a, as a group to a beat on the box, you know, and, uh, and the Tuvalu Fatele and... Uh, and then, of course, we got the Maori Kapahakas uh, groups here, um, and uh, you can't. I mean, the haka, of course, people know around the world, but that it is a chant. It is not has no melodies, and it's so powerful. You know, 
that is a classic example of what the ancestors or people from that time did. Passed down generation to generation and arrives here to be shared around the world. You know, so although I listened to Jimi Hendrix, I listened to Peter Gabriel, admired their work and everything like that, I always knew that where my heart lies was with the Pacific, the, the elements, the South Pacific elements of the ancestor, the chants and etc. So luckily, uh, these music just came out. What was it like to um, collaborate with uh, yeah. Yeah, with uh, Le Manuel? Yeah, I was, it was just amazing, isn't it? I had the luxury of working with Lin Manuel Miranda and Mark Mancina, you know, two amazing uh, people. And uh, yeah, I always joke about it, you know, it's, it's like having three children in the studio, <laughs> you know, and, um, and it's such an amazing atmosphere. And that's the way I like it, you know, you know, when there's no ego is nothing no rubbish you know you just go in there and you just say whatever you want to say you know try an idea out and they all go yes and they be silly with you as well and we find something you know so um lin-manuel miranda is very quick uh, his lyrics are fantastic i'm very quick too in putting charms or ideas and, and mark mancina has the experience and expertise to actually recognize the parts that we come out with that will work in the movie and I think he did a great job there. Did you um, did you go back to former classic Disney animated musicals for inspiration, or were you more um, were you wanting to just do something from scratch? Yes, from scratch. From scratch. <clears throat> yeah, because uh, it's a, it wasn't a fant- was it a fa- it was a fantastic opportunity, you know, uh, for the first time ever, we have directors and producers who are interested in this culture because they came here and, and, and went throughout to do their research throughout the Pacific and actually fell in love with the people, you know, and fell in love with the culture. And that was such a, such a lucky thing because uh, they allowed me to actually just be myself, create whatever I wanted to create. And, of course, Mark's job was to go, okay, that there, that part there is going to scare the children, so we better not put that in <laughs> and, you know, that sort of thing. And uh, so we were very, very fortunate to have, uh, you know, people on this team that were willing with and with utmost respect for this culture, uh, for willing for us to do this. Did you have a hand in all the songs that play in the film or um, just in terms of keeping everything consistent? Or is it one of those things where you had confidence, just complete confidence in um, who was leading it, um, who was leading all of the compositions? Yeah, I'm not used to collaboration, you know. Uh, so this is really my first major. Um, and, and, you know, no, uh, I had confidence in Lynn coming up with uh, your, your welcome. He came up with your welcome and how far I'll go. Um, and we collaborated on most other stuff. Um, yeah, we just had faith that we... They also came to New Zealand, you know, Lynn and Mark came to New Zealand and fell in love with... So I, you know, I, I knew that they were doing it from... With good intentions. Yeah, what was um what was a key thing for the filmmakers to avoid um, in terms of respecting the culture? Well, I think they were smart because they formed a um, a group which was a uh, Pacific group, um, a trust that was had experts from different uh, areas in the South Pacific to advise them on so many different aspects of of the culture. You know. 
they're from a culture, American culture, outside of this one. So it's, it's you know, they, they're going to make mistakes, you know. But they were very, very willing with respect to the culture to, to accept all these advice. And then they went ahead and, you know, straightened them out. So take me through um, one song. You could pick any song um, that you collaborated with for Moana. It just... Um, tell me how you start from scratch to getting inspired to making a, um, to starting to make the song. Yeah, uh, well, where we are uh, is a great uh, example because it's um, it was a, we decided that um, we were going to have a, a, a section in the movie to describe this area as paradise, and it is paradise, you know. Uh, when I was brought up uh, as a young kid in in, in a village in Samoa. You know, to me, that was paradise. I mean, they're singing all the way around. There's rhythms going on. And uh, so um, I remember, um, I think we only had about 20 minutes. We only had, you know, because we, you know, we got one person living in New York, that's Lynn, and we got one person in Carmel, that's Mark, and I'm roving around down here. So we get to meet, but of course we meet and we go over the stories to try and make sure that the respect and all that stuff is there. So I think we only had about 20 minutes left towards the end of it. So we thought, oh, well, let's go and write the song. <laughs> so we went and sat in this room and I started banging on this uh, table. Um, and then comes rushing across the room and uh, starts rapping and I'm putting uh, melodies in there and, and Mark picks up a guitar. And you'll hear the song. Um, uh, oh, you know, uh, it's called Where We Are. And that's how the song came about. And then uh, Lynn would go and put you know, he's fantastic with lyrics. Put the rest of the storyline with the lyrics in, and then we'd, we'd meet in Car- uh, a studio, either in New York or Carmel, and lay down stuff. What's next for you? Well, actually, you know, I'm completely satisfied. <laughs> I was about to say, can you really go higher than this? <laughs> I really am, you know. Yeah. Because my, as I was saying, I'd spent over 20 years to promote this culture, uh, whose achievements, the ancestors' achievements is equal, if not better, than going to the moon, you know. Um, so, you know, to have this now done by Disney with with utmost, utmost respect, that's going to bring smiles to not just the Pacific people, but people throughout the world, um, is really a, a, a dream come true. It's going to go to every home, you know. And that was always been my mission from the beginning. It was to promote the beautiful culture that we have here in the South Pacific. And, well, what else is there else to do? Well, maybe if we go to Mars, we've got another mission there. <laughs> well, they found life on Mars. Yes, so that's right. We'll show them Moana as well. We'll show Moana there. They'll start it off. So um, the, premiere, the premiere is tonight. Um, and I just want to generally ask, how are you feeling? Fantastic. I'm... I'm, I'm you know, although I, I've done, you know, the, the uh, LA uh, and uh, the uh, London premiere and stuff like that, this, uh, I'm slightly nervous, but very, very excited because it's like coming home and, and saying to your whanau, to your family, you know, here's what we've done and, and uh, really looking forward to seeing the smiles on their faces and hopefully they'll go, yes, uh, well done, son. <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest victory is if you have little kids just walking, running out of the cinema to say, oh, way, oh, way. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> What's the question that you get asked the most? 
Well, I'll give you the answer I give the most. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Go for it. <laughs> Our casting, you know, it's uh, it, it's just, uh, I, I don't think you could pick a better casting. You have Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. You have Auli, a 16-year-old, who's just from Hawaii, who was just amazing. And then you've got Tim, you know, Tim Morrison, and you've got Jermaine, and then you've got uh, Rachel House. You know, Rachel House, to me, is the star of the show because uh, she managed to put in or represent the ancestors in this movie. And, uh, you know, so I, I don't think we could have, you know, I think people should be proud of this movie and just go in and support it. What I really like about Rachel House's performance as well and her character is that there's a lot of cheekiness to her too, which (laughs) is something that just rings so true to me. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. And she seemed to really enjoy herself, eh? Yeah, I mean, if there's anyone who could have done that role any better, I don't think I've ever heard of them. No, absolutely none. None, (laughs) you know. um, I keep giving her hugs when I see her. You know, I don't think she knows why, but <laughs> <laughs> she knows who you are, though, right? <laughs> okay, good, good. She goes, oh, Ty, that's a bit too long. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> do you make a voice cameo in Moana? So you, yes, you um, the that's supposed to be me. The um, the uh, the navigator when you see the we know the way. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And singing in someone. Okay, that's supposed to be me. You know that that's the hairless guy. Yeah, so, yeah. you know. I always wondered how they shaved their heads back in those days, but he managed to do that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, it's really cool. How how would they? Would, would could you shave in a rock? Or would that? Hmm. Yeah, I suppose you could. Yeah. Or but, like, I, mean, I had to shave mine every day, so I don't know how he would do it. You know? But I mean, you use like a fancy Gillette razor or something, right? Because yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> yours yours just looks amazing. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not too sure, but maybe it's like maybe they use the um, the same methods they use for tattooing. Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, they got they just have to make a rounder one. Yeah, yeah. Of they could. Hmm. They had amazing ways of doing things in those days. You know that. Uh, you know, I mean, just just the, just just their um, wayfinding methods. You know, and you know they brought that back in nineteen seventy six, right? No, I didn't. Yeah, but well, they nearly lost. They nearly lost the art of uh, wayfinding. Oh wow! And in nineteen seventy six. Um, you know, started off by a guy named Ben Finney, but uh, now we have the um, Polynesian Voyaging Society in Hawaii, who were smart enough to actually go out and find, and found a man named Maupia Lug, and brought him in, and they, they taught them how to sail from Hawaii to Tahiti. Took them about a month without any navigational. So now you'll find voyaging groups throughout most of the islands who were. Who have now so the resurgence of that art is back in place, as it should be. I mean, as it should be, it should always be in place because you can never completely rely on Google Maps. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to press those buttons. There's too many buttons to press. Yeah. I I run out of data way too much near the end of the month. I could really use some wayfinding techniques. 